Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome, everybody. It is Friday, which means you're listening to the best baseball podcast you could ever dream of. Ladies and gentlemen, it is BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL Cody Decker. And not with me this week is Ryan Horvath. He's still on vacation, but instead I got my bet for the cycle co-host. That's right. The one and only Rob Brown right here with me to talk all things baseball. We got prop lines. We got futures. We got home run derby to chat up a little bit. And of course, all the games taking place this weekend. We got it all for you right now. And Rob, let's just get right into it, dude. Um, We got some props to talk about because there is a lot of things available as we sit today, Friday morning, a full slate of Major League Baseball games. But first thing we're going to start with the props. Let's start with strikeout props. I got two right now ready to go. One has a little bit more value than the other, and I'm surprised by that. And I'm going to start with mine. And it's probably very top of your list. Sandy Alcantara is pitching today, and you are inexplicably giving me plus money at over six and a half strikeouts. You know he's going to strike out eight to nine because he does it every game. You know he's going to pitch into the eighth because he does it every game. And if Donnie Baseball tries to take the ball out of his hands, Donnie Baseball might get eaten in the dugout. So I'm going to go Sandy Alcantara over six and a half Ks plus 115. 100% with you. In fact, when I was setting up for this, by the way, I like that I set in on the show and all of the sudden it's the best podcast you can dream of. Thank you for dreaming of me. I I feel like I've accomplished my life every day. I dream of Jeannie and Rob Brown. I like it. I like it. Uh, No, in fact, I was I was looking at that one earlier uh, because I think that this uh, this this Phillies Marlins game is ripe for money taking. And I'm going to go ahead and spoiler alert for later. The over-under is only at like seven and a half, and I'm taking the under two because the you're, you're going to have a good show. Both of these cats pitched well against the last one. In fact, I wouldn't be mad at you if you decided to go Kyle Gibson on the under prop as well. I think both, or excuse me, on the over K prop as well. I think both of these, the last two guys, the last two times these guys faced each other, you had both of them pitching deep into the seventh inning at least. Both of them giving up two earned runs at most, and both of them hitting the K prop with these two teams, with the Phillies and the Marlins both floundering in the last week and a half, two weeks offensively. I got no problem going the over on both of these guys with the K prop. I think that's a good move because here's the thing the Marlins, not much of an offensive juggernaut of a team. They can pitch, and that's why they're in the position that they're in. And like you said, Kyle Gibson's four and three, and he's got a four or five ERA, but I do think that four or five ERA is not 
uh, as real as he's actually pitched. He's actually done a pretty good job. And like you said, I'm, I'll actually leave that into it because I have a first five inning prop, uh, first five in, uh, prop on that game. Philly versus Miami. I might be going a little too bold here because I really wanted some plus money. I'm going Philly, Miami, first five innings under two and a half runs. I'm looking for a zero, zero or one, nothing or two, nothing ball game score by the fifth. I got that price with Alcantara and Gibson on the mound at plus one thirty five. I could have gotten a little bit uh, less uh, shorter odds. I mean, not shorter odds, longer odds. If I went ahead and went to three runs, but I just didn't see any point in that. And uh, honestly, there was too much. It got to negative numbers once you got to three and a half runs. So really the only value for me was two and a half runs. And I know I'm pushing it a little bit with that, but with Sandy Alcantara on the mound, you know, he's only going to give up one at most. It's really down to Gibson for me in this first five. I agree entirely. And, uh, in fact, I, I also am going to throw down a no runs in the first inning prop on this one too. I mean, and I, and I think it's, I think it's good money there. I think it's free money. I, I got to go look. I actually don't know exactly what the line is on that, but uh, cause I haven't played it yet, but the more I looked at this game before we came on the air, the more I think I'm absolutely going to look into that one too. Uh, both of these uh, both, both of these guys, the last couple of times they've gotten together have been again, two runs max. So you're basically, I think you're right. Is, is Gibson going to give up two? And if he doesn't, I think that under hits. I think the first five is a good bet. I think you could probably take that number. Uh, I, I might be willing to go a little bit deeper than that and get a little wow. bit longer odds. But, you know, you, you kind of max out the value where you could get it. I think that's a fantastic pick. Um, I'm going under in this game. I'm going K props on Gibson. I'm, go, I'm going K props on both. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I like your five inning prop as well. So I, I, I think you. this one, I think this one's a, an absolute winner. With a pair of offensive that have been struggling against the pair of pitchers that have dominated the other guys' teams the last couple of times they've lined up against them. I got no reason to think that'll change today. I agree with you entirely. Uh, Let's go back. I'm going to give you my second strikeout prop. It's a bit high, and it is in negative money, but hey, Robbie Ray is back to being Robbie Ray. He's back to Kang double digits a game. The last three straight games, he's looked like Cy Young award-winning Robbie Ray. I got him at minus 105, over 7.5 Ks. This team has won 10 in a row. They are not stopping today, not the way Robbie Ray's pitching. Honest to God, I'm going to say something that's going to drive you. I'm actually mad the All-Star break is coming up for this team because (laughs) if this team doesn't hit an All-Star break, this momentum might take them for another month, and I don't know. I know the Astros got quite a lead, but that lead can get shrunken down a little bit. I don't think they're going to catch them, but I do think they could get within maybe eight games to six games behind the Astros when this is all said and done. Yeah, you know, and, and I love that. You you pointed Robbie Ray out about two weeks ago on Bet for the Cycle with Chairs 1-5 to five Eastern on the BetQL Network. Cha-ching! Shameless self-promotion is the best kind of promotion. Uh, no, you, you pointed Robbie Ray out a while back and i think you've been spot on uh the dude has come alive lately i've got no problem with that one uh in fact you won me a little bit of money his last time out with a k-prop bet uh because i i decided to follow cody decker's lead and all we do on saturdays is cash checks baby so i uh i like that pick uh i lean back and forth at at maybe taking the the over in this game uh, but the Mariners are hot right now. They're putting runs up on the board. Were they down four yesterday and still managed to come back and win that thing? Uh, and a good chunk of that has in, in games that Robbie Ray's been pitching has been limiting limit of the bats. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking for disagreements here to create a little conflict in sports talk radio. I'm not going to find it here. Well, don't you worry. We might have some disagreements when we get to the home run props, but I don't know how you're going to disagree with this one because guys, 
Giancarlo Stanton's going yard. Giancarlo Stanton is facing Nathan Eovaldi. Giancarlo Stanton is hitting 314 off of Nathan Eovaldi. Giancarlo Stanton has three home runs off of Nathan Eovaldi. Giancarlo Stanton is hitting his fourth home run off of Nathan Eovaldi, and you can get your hands on that ticket at plus 300. I'm blown away. I'm getting three to one on that uh, home run prop. Three to one's the magic number, right? Every Saturday we talk about home run props. Three to one's the magic number. I like three for a reason. If Vegas puts a three to one odds down, it means they think it's coming and they, but they don't want to, they don't want to scare you away by going negative value. You know, in fact, we, we kind of laughed a few weeks ago because we've, we've been, we've hit on the trend that when Mike Trout plays the Mariners, Mike Trout hits a home run. It's inevitable. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't hit it on one day, double or nothing at the next day, cause he's going to get it when they get down to around three to one. That's one that I read circle on the list because I'm going Vegas thinks it's happening, but they don't want to scare you off because Mike Trout gets like minus two. I mean, to like 270 value when he's up against the Mariners. So when it gets around three, you entice me because it means the probabilities up, but they're not scaring me away by going lower with the value. Uh, and, and when you've got numbers, you've got numbers on your side. I'm a big momentum guy, big trends guy. And Giancarlo Stanton has all of those things in his favor right now. If I can get all three of those things, the odds that I like Vegas leaning into a yes. And a guy who's got the trend of being successful at the dish. I'm going to jump on it. Uh, not a bad one. I really don't have a ton of home run props today. That mm -hmm. one was towards the top of the list. You know, I had another one that I wanted a home run prop on and you're going to like this. I'm actually going to take an RBI prop on this guy. I wanted the home run prop. Couldn't get a price that I liked, but man, oh man, does your boy Adam Duvall play very well against Patrick Corbin. 34 plate appearances, two walks. He does have uh, 10 strikeouts, but two homers, and he's hitting 344, not to mention four doubles. I'm telling you right now, an RBI, just one RBI for Adam Duvall today at plus 145. The reason why I like that one a lot, I know RBI props can be a little lofty because keep in mind, yes, you can pay out with a home run, obviously, but you have to have guys on base usually to pay out an RBI prop. Patrick Corbin lets people on base and there's going to be a lot of people on base today. And I think Adam Duvall is going to be up there with runners on base at least two times. But at the end of the day, again, Adam Duvall has two home runs off him already. He's in scoring position with nobody on base with him in the batter's box by himself. I love this price. Uh, plus 145. Yeah, in fact, I went and looked earlier and was looking at uh, at hit props, at bag props, at RBI props in this one. Uh, 155 for him. Austin Riley's got a, he's, I mean, plus 100, not as much value as I like, but Riley has been absolutely white hot lately. So I'll give you another RBI prop from the same game. How about Dansby, right? I mean, Dansby's yeah. swinging the ball exceptionally well. Dansby's at plus 120. So you're getting a little bit better, but I'll give you one more. And, and, and I think you're right. You're looking at, uh, you're looking at, uh, at Kyle or excuse me, at Ann Anderson, who's been very good for the Braves, but who else has come on lately? How about Juan Soto? Juan Soto has gone nuclear towards the break and he's at plus 220 for an RBI prop. I might home run prop the guy because Anderson doesn't give up a bunch, but Soto's gotten him a couple of times that they've squared up. So I'm going home run prop Juan Soto and I might stick an RBI prop on top of that just to level it out if he doesn't. Not a lot of their guys around Soto for the Nats that have been getting on base so the opportunities might be limited. But if there's a guy for the Nationals that's going to drive one in today, whether it's himself or somebody else, Juan Soto is my play. I love it. I got a gift for you. I looked hard and long for this one because I just wanted any offensive prop on this hitter today, and that's Kettle Marte. He's facing you, Darvish. This is his numbers against you, Darvish. 22 plate appearances, one walk, one home run, 381. 
two doubles. I mean, this guy will get this done over one and a half total bases plus 130. I think that's going to hit. Not mad about that one. And, and I'm I'm interested in that game. I'm actually looking the other way because I'm curious as to what Bumgarner is going to do, right? I mean, Bumgarner's numbers have not been ideal as of late. You uh, Darvish going for San Diego have been uh, I, I like, I like some San Diego stuff here. And I've looked at a couple of different batters that I might be interested in that one. Uh, I will tell you, I think I'm jumping. I, I'm, I'm curious about the under over it's listed at seven and a half in this game. And I don't know with you Darvish on the Hill, if the diamondbacks who have been decent, but not great on the road are going to, but mad bum might allow it to get threatened. I don't know if I'm going to touch that game. There's not a lot that I really love about it. Uh, but Mad Bum is 0-2 on the road against San Diego in his last two starts, and they didn't keep those games close. They lost them 14-4 to combined. If you're going to go offensive props in this game, pick your favorite Padre and lean on it. I would say yes to that, but they, the, amazingly, the D-backs do not – I mean, it's not the D-backs. It's like the Padres have not done great against uh, against Mad Bomb in the past. I'm talking like just personal numbers. Like Manny Machado doesn't play very well against him. He's hitting like career 208. Same thing with Hosmer. I think Cronenworth uh, plays a little well against him, but here's something that's been worrying me. The Padres have been playing terrible this week, like really bad. So I'm hoping that Mad Bomb can get them right. Like you said, those last couple outings, he got hit around a little bit but i'm looking at the career numbers and i'm kind of looking to possibly stay away i'm like this might be a letdown spot for san diego i'm not happy with how this team's been looking it could and i don't disagree but like that doesn't mean arizona's not in the same boat right i mean Very they, true. they got three runs between their their last three or four games combined they're not hitting the ball either so while san diego's down arizona is downer at this point. So I'm, I mean, you're almost kind of, you're almost kind of taking an ugly prop versus a, a team that gives them up. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't love the matchup. It's not going to be great baseball. I don't think it's not my favorite game to watch on the radar today, but the Padres being down doesn't excuse the diamondbacks being worse right now. Uh, at some point, San Diego bounces back. I'm going to go ahead and bank on it tonight being the night. I, I, I dig it. I dig it entirely. I got one last prop for you. And that is one last first five inning. We got Milwaukee versus San Francisco. We got Woodruff taking on Wood in San Francisco. Both are hovering around a four uh, ERA, but I'm going to say take the under three and a half runs in the first five for plus 100. I'm looking for a low scoring affair in San Francisco. Don't hate that one. I'll add one more onto the mix. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm actually looking over at the Reds game because the man who made me eat the most disgusting food of all time, Hunter Green, is on the hill, and I'm going to do this one. Shout out, hate ass Mario. Even though you're not here, you're here, unfortunately, in spirit, my guy. Uh, Hunter Green right now is sitting on a five-and-a-half K prop, but it's against the Cardinals. The Cardinals, however, the last week and a half offensively slowed down just a touch. Five-and-a-half is a number Hunter Green has hit a handful of times this season. It is going to be my most risky prop of the day. Mm -hmm. I'm going Hunter Green over five and a half K's in this one. I think he gets six. It's going to be razor thin, but I'm going to go six on Hunter Green. And if he doesn't get it, 
that jar of Vegemite is still in the kitchen and I might take a lick off of it out of punishment. I I know I'm good. I'm good. You already, (laughs) you already lived that punishment. You don't have to force yourself to do it again. Um, Guys, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the teams in the weekend. Of course, take you through tonight's slate of ball games as we're currently sitting here on Friday morning, talking about Friday night's games, all that and more right here on BetMGM Emily podcast powered by BetQL. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Cody Decker, Rob Brown talking all things baseball, talking all things lines, props, futures, you name it. And I do want to talk about the home run derby because you know this, Rob uh, Rob Brown. I have been hitting at Dodger Stadium pretty much weekly, testing out the home run derby stuff and mimicking rounds, you know, going up to the plate as Pete Alonso, having a lefty go up to the plate as Jordan Alvarez or whoever they matched up, whoever they thought was going to be in the derby. Officially, we have a full slate of derby names. Great, some interesting names on there, like an Albert Pujols. Uh, Obviously, the final boss himself, Pete Alonso. Juan Soto trying to get back to the finals to beat Pete Alonso to get that crown out of Pete Alonso's hands. And then what? who else? Julio Rodriguez, rookie sensation over in Seattle. I can't wait to watch him in this. Uh, I will say this. It's an interesting um, format. Uh, I, I participated in a home run derby in AAA years ago, but it was the old format. The new two-minute format is exhausting it really really is uh i i gotta tell you the first uh last week when i did the first round i was gassed second round i actually figured out the rhythm of it and kind of got a little more relaxed and felt a lot better but i, I can imagine like an hour pool holes believe it or not kind of struggling in something like this yeah and, and i mean why wouldn't he right i mean it was he got six home runs on the year so far uh, pool holes is in because he's a legacy guy he's in the game because he's a legacy guy this is an opportunity for Albert to get himself one more wave of the uh, of the crowd, one more endearing send off from the gathered MLB fans. No way Albert Pujols is going to stick around. It'd be an amazing story if he does. But you called the guy the final boss. I am intrigued though. Uh, uh, what are the odds? You know, I, if as a Braves guy, I kind of would have rather seen Austin Riley in the derby yes. than Ronnie Acuna Jr. But Ronnie Acuna Jr. If he gets into a rhythm can stroke without a doubt i don't know that he gets by pete alonzo but if he does he becomes a dark horse contender right or am i just wearing my braves patch on my hat i, I think if he gets pa- i mean if anyone gets past pete alonzo it's anybody's game but i can't imagine anyone getting past pete alonzo he, he's just the if there was a human being that was physically built piece by piece molecule by molecule for this derby it is Pete Alonzo. He's just, he's proven it twice over. You know, what's the, the name that I'm most interested in? I don't think he's going to win, but I'm interested. Corey Seager is an interesting name added to the list. Got a lot of pop, but whenever I think Corey Seager, I don't immediately think home run guy. No, same. Agreed. Uh, it, it's not a, in fact, when I saw him on the list, I, it really him and Ronnie, both guys that are going to rely on falling into a rhythm, right? And if either one of those guys falls into a rhythm, sure, they can go a little bit deep, but it's not 
it's it's tough to do so, especially considering the round by round format where if you don't come out of the gate in a rhythm, especially when you get paired up with the final boss, Pete Alonzo, Alonzo, with somebody like that, if you don't come out of the gate in a rhythm as one of the more finesse home run hitters as opposed to a bomber, I don't think you stand a chance. And so, listen, I like Ronnie. I'll be pulling for the guy. I'm a Braves guy. I like Corey Seager. I like the, the, the guy's one of the sweeter swingers in the game right now. I can't put money on either one of those guys. I just can't no. do it. Me neither. Me neither. For me, it's Pete Alonzo or bus. I'm I'm going all in on Pete Alonzo. Last year, I last year I got off of Pete Alonzo because I'm stupid. It ain't happening again. I give you my <laughs> word. I'm only on Pete Alonzo, and I will never be on anybody else but Pete Alonzo. I got hey, I got I got one guy I like. Can I mention one guy that I yeah. might put money on? Why not Kyle Schwarber? Why not Schwarber? He's 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 Alonzo esque. And if there's one cat in the game, I think can go the distance pounding the baseball with him. I, I might throw a little bit at Kyle Schwarber as a bit of an underdog. Uh, I saw him at plus 350 earlier to take the thing. At some point, Alonzo's got to slow up. I don't know if it's this year, but if it is, Schwarber's the guy to do it. I have a I have a thought. There's got I wonder if there's going to be some props on this because Dodger Stadium is a unique uh location for the home run derby and this is why i say it's a unique location there aren't a lot of major league stadiums that you can feasibly hit the ball out of the stadium dodger stadium is one of them although there haven't been a lot that have done it john carlos stanton mike piazza willie stargell twice and mark mcguire four guys in major league baseball history that have hit a ball out of dodger stadium I think we're going to get a home run out of dodger stadium during the home run derby and if someone's going to do it I do think it will be Kyle Schwarber. Schwarber's a bomber. And, and again, I, listen, it's not always necessary about bomber. You talked about, and 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 I was I enjoyed when you talked about it on the show the other day, the concept of stamina coming into this, which is why I think guys that are vets have the advantage because of of learning the round format and learning how to pace yourself. Because obviously you've you've got to beat a guy one v one opening to get there. But at the same time, you pointed out a couple of weeks ago when you started the training and talking about it, Cody Decker, if you come out blazing and just start mashing with everything you got trying to lift the ball out, you'll wear yourself down. And yeah, I think that dead. could be a problem, right? Yeah, I, I'm telling you, dude. I, I did it the other day. I tried both ways of doing this. I went in there. I'm like, go, 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 go. I was dead, gassed by one minute. And I'm telling you, you'll you, – you're up there. It seems like, oh my God, only two minutes. You'll get to 30 seconds. You're like, have I not been swinging for 20 minutes? I have another, how how much more? I haven't even gotten to the 40 second mark. Wow, okay. It's it's a, it's a bit jarring, but it's going to be very exciting. I cannot wait to watch the Home Run Derby. I'm a big Home Run Derby stan. I'm, I'm a big fan. Hey, what do you say before we take everybody through the games tonight? Let's, uh, let's discuss our best team of the week and our trash of the week. Um, I can throw out a trash of the week that we can just always throw out there as uniform and uh, every week. Let's just go ahead and take the Washington Nationals out of the list. Let's go ahead and take the... Um, Oakland A's out of the list. These are two teams that don't get to be having fun uh, at any point. But I'm going to go ahead and throw a couple out there. Uh, I want to throw a team of the week out there that I'm really uh, jazzed about, obviously, and I've already discussed them. And I think there's really two obvious options here. You got the Orioles, and then you got, of course, the team that I'm picking, the, the Seattle Mariners. I am so jacked about this team right now. I was very big on them at the beginning of the season. I still have a plus 450 AL West West ticket on them. 
I'm not going to be able to cash that, unfortunately, but I want this team in the playoffs. And it's looking like finally after 20 years, this team is finally playing up to the capabilities that they can. Ever since that fight with the Angels, they have been a different team and organization. They just went 10-0, and 0, by the way, where they lost the majority of those players from the suspension from said fight, and they didn't lose a game. This is a different ball club than they were two months ago. Watch out for the Mariners. I am so excited for Seattle. Uh, you mentioned the Mariners, 10-0. and 0. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to your 2022 Baltimore Orioles who also did that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is the over 500 Baltimore Orioles right now. Uh, we, we, we faded them a lot on Saturdays earlier I, in the year. I owe them an apology. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'm uh -huh. sorry. Not, oh. on, not only do you owe them an apology, Cody Decker, uh, but our production whoa, whoa, whoa. team. Don't, don't, don't think you were sitting around just gushing them up here. For the record, I didn't say I don't also owe them an apology. <laughs> I just said you do. All right. Uh, I absolutely our production do. crew made a bet with Cody Decker for the tune of like $10 million, uh, uh, which is which is a month's pay for Cody. It's not going to oh, hurt him all that much. Uh, but like 10 million bucks that the O's are in the playoffs in the next, what, I think two seasons? All of a sudden, this team's plus 500, and all of a sudden, I don't think it's crazy ridiculous. Could they make a run? We've talked about it. The AL East is stacked, but the rest of the American League is not great. It isn't. Um, and keep as we currently sit, they're only a game and a half out of one of those wild card spots. Here's, here's my honest-to-God assessment of this. This is a team that has 45 wins right now. We're not at the all-star break. We aren't even, what, are we at 100 games? Yet? We're not even at 100 games yet. And this team is currently at 45 wins. Guess what they were last year? 44 wins on the season. This is astonishing what they have done. Astonishing. But no, I do not think this team is going to go to the playoffs. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be able to maintain this. They are in that division. I think this is unbelievable. And I'm so happy that it's happening and I hope it continues. But this is the real world and the real world does not allow fantasy to continue. This is just going to end at some point. But until it does, I'm going to enjoy every second. I, listen, I agree with that entirely. But you asked for a hot team of the week <laughs> and a perfect team deserves the nomination. I wasn't disagreeing with your pick. It Dear was just Baltimore. more like I needed to defend myself and my thoughts on the Orioles. By the way, they won't, but I just like to remind everybody that I put $6 on 10,000 to one odds that the Orioles win the division. So if there's like multiple bus accidents or a team hotel gets transported somehow into the multiverse, I could be a very rich man by the end of this season is all I'm saying. Yeah, well, I just want to point out that uh, the odds of them winning the World Series are far greater than them winning the division. They are currently 17 games. I'm very happy about the above 500, but they're 17 games back of the Yankees. So them catching them is going to take uh, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But uh, let's go ahead and mention the trash of the week before we start. And listen, um, I'm not going to lie to you. There's a couple of teams that could really fit on this list at the moment, but I have to throw one on there. Kansas City Royals, trash of the week. You, it's just you cannot tell me that you're going to have ten players go on the restricted list after a full season where we only had three players go on the restricted list. This is just a very bad look 
You can tell that the Royals were not happy about it because an hour after this was put out, the Royals themselves tweeted out an entire thing about COVID safety and how you can get uh, tested at the stadium and how much they support this. This is just a bad look. And better believe this, the Royals are very aware of what a bad look it is. It's terrible look. And, and you know, we're I think we're kind of to the point, and I, I do put this on the feet of other sports and guys like Kyrie, et cetera, but um, it, it is a bad look. I am going to mention a team here, Cody Decker, that I was – I got excited about for a little while because I, I, I thought beginning of the year it would be neck and neck between this team and the team that's currently in the division lead. Instead, they came out of the gate with all the speed and fury of a half-asleep tortoise how about my Red Sox falling back to two and eight in their last 10? They got, they, they caught fire. They look good. They were good off the hill. They started to find themselves a little bit and now they're two and eight in their last 10. And they're probably going to get hammered by the Yankees again. Um, it's a bit of a bummer for a team that, that won me some good money for a couple weeks stretch. And then I gave it all back because they decided to take ice baths while the games were being played. Thank you, Boston. It's much appreciated. I got one more trash of the week. They're going to end up becoming the trash of the season, the way they're playing. Um, And this is where I'm at with the uh, Anaheim Angels. And that's what I'm going to call them, the Anaheim Angels. The Anaheim Angels um, is unforgivably bad right now. They are two and eight in their last 10. And the only games they won of those 10 games were both started by Shohei Otani. This team cannot win without him on the mound, which is why this team needs to trade Shohei Otani because Shohei Otani cannot throw every game. And at the end of the day, they're going to lose this guy next year anyways. So quite frankly, you want to make a huge splash angels announce that he's on the trade market right now and let the all-star game have everyone talking about Otani and the angels because this isn't going to work. It's never going to work. You should trade Trout too. We deserve as baseball fans to have Otani and Trout in the playoffs, and it's never going to happen in Anaheim. It's the old law of diminishing returns, right? Like at some point, what you can get for Otani, what you can get for Trout will probably be a king's ransom, like the equivalent of what the Nets are asking for for Kevin Durant right now. You could get a freaking haul for these two guys. And, and it's almost like the Angels are just too proud to do it at this point. Like they're going to go, no, 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 it's it's something else. I agree with you entirely. And it's not even for give the fans a chance to watch Mike Trout in the playoffs, Shoei Otani in the playoffs. There's zero excuse that those two guys have zero playoff wins together. There's zero excuse for that. Uh, it's more about you got to rebuild. What you tried didn't work. And it's amazing to me that you could have arguably the best two players in Major League Baseball on the same roster and accomplish nothing with it. It's it's a it's an absolute disaster. Get as much as you can get back. Push reset on the entire team and thing. Go for there. Uh, let me let me let me throw this out there. Neither of the other two teams I've considered nominating here, and, and I'm not so good as we're going to nominate is ask for Cody Decker's approval to put him on the Ooh. list. Um, the San Diego Padres mm-hmm. should be better than they are, and 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 I understand Fernando's not there, and I understand you're still waiting, and and I'm sure that at this point, Fathers fans are getting wildly frustrated at the fact that he's not back yet. Mm-hmm you should not be playing as poorly as you're playing right now. And you should certainly not be playing as poorly as you're playing right now. And the Dodgers have gone back on a heater, nine and one in their last 10, but the door was not shut. I mean, you are at this point, what? I mean, uh, seven games back. 
right? We no, now they're nine other, and a half back. And now nine and a half back. Exactly right. We have watched other teams come back from nine and a half and get there. Now, again, it's the Dodgers you're chasing down, and both of us think the Dodgers in the back half are going to get progressively better. But when the door is not shut and your best player is still not there, you've got to leave it open as long as you can, and they're falling apart. The other team, and they're only four and six in the last 10, so it's not even a huge disappointment. They more just disappointed me personally last weekend, St. Louis, specifically Nolan Arenado. Yeah, Nolan Arenado did have a chance for to give you and I the greatest parlay of all time, and it would have destroyed hating ass Mario. But guys, don't worry. Rob Brown and I will be back tomorrow on Saturday, live on Bet for the Cycle. And don't you worry, we will put together a parlay that will destroy, destroy hate Ness Mario. He will regret the day he took the job. We love him. I do. I love Mario. It's just that, see, Mario does this thing. Uh, if you haven't watched on Saturdays, please tune in tomorrow. It's going to be ridiculous. Mario won't be there, which means not only do the clown on him, he can't defend himself while we do it. Uh, Mario does this fun thing where he'll like hit a bet, right? Like he'll just hit one. And then all of a sudden hating ass Mario turns into a monster, just a terrible person. He's cocky. He's over. It's like Luke Skywalker. If he didn't have Obi-Wan, right? We are the Obi-Wan trying to help him grow. And, and, and instead every week, He's getting zapped by the by the by the practice droid, mm -hmm. except for he does it willingly over and over. So sometimes it's just nice to remind Mario to center yourself, you Padawan, and listen to us. That's just all. just shut your mouth and listen, Mario. Just we're listen. trying to help. We yeah, really we're trying are. to make you a more rounded human being, and you just you're pushing back too much, and it's the worst. What do you say we take everybody through the night's games? We got a lot of them. So we already mentioned the Phillies and Marlins. We know about this matchup. We got uh, Gibson versus Alcantara. I already mentioned the props that I got on this. I'm definitely going with my first five inning under two and a half runs at plus 135. My Sandy Alcantara over six and a half K prop at plus 115. However, the rest of it, I'm actually going to leave alone. This is a stay away game for me. And here's why I'm not getting any value on the money line at minus 166 for the Marlins, who I do think is going to win this ball game. And I don't trust their offense enough to go on the run line today, which you could get some value at plus 136. But I'm sorry, I'm expecting this to be like a 2-1 ball game. I just don't feel comfortable betting on that. I'm taking both K props. I am taking, I, I, you pro, I'm probably going to go first five. You've taught me there. I'm going to hammer the under too. It's, it's like I said, I got it at seven and a half earlier this morning. I don't know if it's moved any since then. Both of these offenses have been bad lately. Both of these pitchers have dominated the other team when they faced them the last handful of times. I'm going to, I don't like unders this low, but I'm going, I'm going on the under here. So that's, I'm going to take both K props and the under in this game. I do not, because I, I see a two, one, three, two game as well. I just don't want to make a pick on who's going to be the three and who's going to be the two. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's an interesting game, guys. White Sox twins. I'm starting to get a decent feeling about the Southsiders all of a sudden. Three wins in a row. Big win last night. And there's something about that win last night that was a little different than other wins. It was fun. They had fun. The White Sox looked like they were enjoying themselves. I haven't thought about that. The White Sox enjoying themselves in a year. <laughs> I enjoyed that ball game. I hope it continues. And they got Kopech on the mound. Hasn't looked good as of late. 
but I'm going to be willing to go ahead and take the White Sox at plus 120 on the money line that he's going to do a good enough job tonight. I'm going to gamble a little. I know I know this is a tough pick. This is a pick and borderline, but I'm going to go with the White Sox. I'm going to ride the wave that they are currently riding at the moment. I agree with you. I am going to hold back the emotional part of me that says I actually want to bet this on the run line for the White Sox and just go money line here. It's not just because I agree with you. They they look like the White Sox that we, we they look like Tim Anderson's White Sox as yes. opposed to just any old White Sox. Uh, it's not just that. It's who they did it against last night, Cody Decker. They, they did it against Sonny Gray. Gray. Yeah. And Sonny Gray's been good this year. And the White Sox went out there and got him. They get Devin Smeltzer today, who's been decent. He's four and two, but he's, he's allowing four a game. The White Sox can go get six or seven tonight. Uh, I am going to go White Sox on the money line here. And, and and I was looking at plus money earlier. I might take the over. It's a it's a high nine. So I'm a little, I'm not quite as confident about that. But I will take the White Sox on the money line. Uh, I, I agree with you. The, the, the team last night was Tim Anderson's White Sox. And it's the White Sox we miss. Yes, and I'm hoping we continue to see that team. Hey, your Braves taking on the Nats. Absolutely no value on the money line. I'm jumping on the <laughs> run line, minus 106. They're facing Corbin, which means it's fade Corbin day anyways, and they're facing this lineup. Go Braves, go Braves, go Braves. Hit 10 homers. Have fun. Yeah, uh, it's a team that hit the ball well. Disappointing against the Mets, but you caught you caught Scherzer, who had a freaking hell of a day in the opener. Uh, and then you just play Braves baseball and you got beat by a good team in game number three. You took the one from the middle, so you didn't get swept by the Mets. So there's still some optimism there. Uh, and, and like you mentioned, it's been it's been bad for Corbin. Uh, 11 losses. And the only reason we don't talk about that is because he's got another guy in Joe on who has got 12 losses and is overshadowed by that. But the Braves spanked this guy on the flip side. And Anderson has started twice this month. He has won twice this month, including one of those against the Nationals. He also had a phenomenal outing against a much better Cardinals team. And Anderson is an unsung hero for Atlanta. And in in and we trust tonight. Uh, I'm going Braves run line tonight. I'm with you on that one. Minus 164 on the money line does nothing for me. Plus 100 to have one more run. Yeah, I'm going to take that. Red Sox, Yankees in the Bronx. Here's what my answer is, period. Yankees run line. Why? Aaron Judge is back in the lineup. This team is different when Aaron Judge is in the lineup. Aaron Judge was in the lineup yesterday. The team was different. Those three losses in the row, no Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge back in there. This team wins. This is my argument on why Aaron Judge is the American League MVP. At the end of the day, if Aaron Judge is not in that lineup, the Yankees are not the same team. The Angels are the same team whether or not they have Shohei Otani or not. Between Judge, Stanton, Rizzo, the Yankees have five guys in this lineup that I would be fine taking a one-and-a-half bag prop on. I mean, there yep. are five dudes in this lineup that I would say a bag-and-a-half would be a good bet. You laid down a home run prop. I might join you. I might, in fact, I might sprinkle some home run prop money on Judge and Stanton both. Like, one of them's going to go against Eovaldi today. Mayu uh, as well also has a great track record against him, as does Anthony Rizzo, like you just mentioned. Glaber Torres has got a pretty decent track record. This is this is a potentially big offensive game in New York. Uh, I am going Yankees on the run line. 
Uh, which, by the way, you're still negative money on the run line. That's how bad this is going to get, right? Yeah. Uh, to make up for that, I'm taking the over two. The over's at eight. The Yankees are going to get eight by themselves. Like this is this is I you you could tell me I would bet the over and I only get to count to, to to count Yankees runs and I might still take the over there. Uh, I'm hammering the run line and I'm hammering the over. Well, let's chat about this real quick. Royals Blue Jays and I let's actually call it what it is: Omaha Storm Chasers versus the Blue Jays. Yesterday they went up there and won with ten young guys, no veterans in that clubhouse. They won three to one. I'm so excited for those guys that did it. Nate Eaton with a home run, 10 pitch at bat against Bonda uh, and finishes with his first career hit home run. I'm just so excited for those guys that got that opportunity, especially after the annoying news that the what happened with the team this week. So seeing these guys is the bright spot of the thing, and I'm looking forward to watching them play today. But they are facing Alec Manoa, and the Blue Jays are going to win by a lot. In fact, uh, don't even touch this game. The Blue Jays are currently on the money line at minus 360, and even the, even the uh, run line is minus 170. You can take a look at some alternate props if you want, but you know what? It did cash yesterday for the Royals. I mean, I'm not going to bet it, but I'm just saying yesterday it cashed for the Royals. I, I want nothing here. I want nothing here. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, Granky has struggled, so you might, like, there might be some some props that jump out. This game was so irrelevant to me when we were setting up. I didn't even look at what those offensive props are because nothing, I just don't want to, I don't want to look at this game. I don't want to touch this game. It's going to be bad. Have fun, yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another game I don't care about, Tigers versus Guardians. Uh, Plesak is uh, got a 3-9 ERA facing Hutchinson. The Tigers are at plus 164 on the money line. Um, outside of that, the Guardians are minus 200 on the money line. There's just, I, I don't, I, there's nothing in this game I even care about. So I'm not even looking at it. Yeah, no, I agree. There's, there's, I mean, even, even, even the run line is sitting at like minus 140 right now. So even if you wanted to throw something on here to make it entertaining. There's, there's nothing there. I, I may, I mean, maybe take the under, it's not a powerful pair of offenses, but that's really, if you're just like us and a degenerate and want to put money down for your own uh, entertainment. Um, here's an interesting one. Orioles versus Rays. The Rays are hurt right now. The Orioles are on fire, but the Orioles, I believe do have a day off yesterday. Do you think that's going to put up a, a little period in their momentum? Cause I'm a little worried about it, even though the Rays are a little banged up. The Rays know this is kind of a need-to-win series. They have, like, legit 10 guys on the injured list right now. Yeah. And, and I believe just added another one earlier today. Um, I'm going to ride again. I'm a, I, I, I've fallen into the trap sometimes, but I bet momentum. I got no reason to think a banged-up Rays team is suddenly going to have an epiphany today. Right. Like it's I it, show me you have one and then I'll start betting against it. Um, look, the, the Rays still numbers wise are are still doing well in the last 15 days. They're still top 10 in OBP and OPS. So, I mean, they're still hitting the ball well, but I, I, I like the I like the pitching matchup in favor of Baltimore. Uh, I'm going to go Tyler Wells to have a slightly better day. Give me the O's. Plus 108, and I might be agreeing with you, man. Plus 108 on the money line. I dig it. Mariners versus Rangers. All right, now the Mariners are finally getting the 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 respect they deserve. They're getting the money line, minus 164 with Robbie Ray on the mound. Hey, man, I'm going to ride this wave as well. I'm going to say take the Mariners on the run line, plus 104. I already gave you my Robbie Ray strikeout prop. I'm loving this team. Right now, they are my favorite team in baseball to watch. 
Tyler Hearn gets the nod for the Rangers, who is shaky. The Texas bullpen is shaky. On the flip side, Seattle's offense is getting better deeper into games, which is where the Rangers get worse. I'm going Mariners on the run line in this one. I like them on the run line in this one. Uh, you're still in negative money for that, but it's 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 one of the games that jumps out at me at like Houston, Oakland last week that I made a ton of money with. Uh, it just jumps out as, as almost an inevitable. I'm going to go run line for Seattle here. Everything matches up in favor of Seattle. A's Astros, Astros run line, the end, move on. Deal, done, follow, yes. Reds Cardinals, you mentioned Hunter Green. He's your guy. What do you got on this ball game? For me, it's kind of a stay away. If anything, I would lean to the Cardinals on the run line at plus 126. But honestly, it, this is kind of a game I'm going to stay away from. Not mad for it. Uh, and, and it's because of Hunter Green to me. Uh, probably one of the most under-talked about guys in the league right now. And he's streaky. I'll give it to you. He's He's got up and downs, but when he's up, He's good. He's been good lately. Uh, but the Cardinals, they, they've had games where they've just fallen asleep. That being said, if the Cardinals have a better weekend than they've had the past week and a half, the Cardinals could be divisional leaders by the end of this weekend if they get a little help. They got a little something to play for. You could talk me into playing the Cardinals on the money line here. It didn't jump out at me, though. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what about this Pirates Rockies game? Because the Rockies have won six of the last 10 games. Uh, Quintana on the mound facing Marquez. This is a you know a potential letdown spot for the Rockies with Quintana on the mound. He's a guy that is a potential trade target at the moment. Uh, you can get the Pirates at plus 126 as road underdogs, but again, I'm not feeling confident about it. I'm gonna stay away from this ball game as well. I'm not, and here's why. Last Saturday, the Rockies won me a ton of money and could have won you, Decker, because I told you lefties at cores are getting demolished right now. And so I took all the offensive props for Colorado. They all hit. I'm going to do it again today. They've got lefty coming into the cores. The ball flies at cores. I am absolutely going to go Rockies. I am going to go Rockies run line. And I might be talked into a CJ Chrome home run prop today. That I might, I might I'm not calling it. At. I might be talked into it. That I might take a look at. A CJ Crone home run prop might might tickle my fancy a little bit. Dodgers, Angels, Kershaw, Sandoval. What else do you need to say about the Angels other than they're absolutely a dumpster fire and Otani's not on the mound, which means they are not going to win. Go ahead and take the Dodgers on the run line. Minus 118. It's minus money. Doesn't matter. They're gonna win. You're gonna get some money. Yeah, that's it. I mean, there's a handful of games you don't really have to break down, but it's fun too. Anyway, this isn't one of them. Dodgers buy a lot. <laughs> really, the, the the only thing I, I I'm looking at here is you know the the Dodgers are a team that loves to put up five or six. Do the Angels put up enough to hit over under? But I'm confident enough to just double up on the run line for the Dodgers and make my money there, even at negative money. You know, we already talked about the D-backs Padres game. I think you mentioned you were kind of leaning a little D-backs, weren't you? Uh, no, no, the no, other no, way no. around. You're expecting the Padres to beat up on Madison Bumgarner. Correct. Um, I, I don't hate that. I really don't. It's just more, I'm a little worried about the Padres offensively at the moment. They're not swinging it well. Hosmer's looked lost both offensively and defensively. Machado hasn't been kind of back to Machado yet, but he'll be fine. I think this team will be fine. Of course, they're going to get him... Uh, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. back. Not to mention, I do think they're going to be active at the trade deadline. 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they got their hands on an Andrew Benatendi, quite frankly, because now that Benatendi's situation with the American League and the Toronto Blue Jays, I can't imagine American League team trading for him. So it's got to be the National League side. And if you look throughout the league, the team that makes the most sense would be the San Diego Padres. And I do know AJ Preller has liked, uh, liked Benatendi for a very long time. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if he ended up over there. But Right now, I'm not going to put anything on this offense at the moment. I'm going to stay away from this ballgame. I am going Padres, and I'm going Padres because of Mad Bum. He's lost five of six in his last six. Two of those came to, that's right, kids, San Diego, and a combined score of 14 to four, of which he was responsible for a lot of them. It's a trend. I like it. I'm sticking with it. Uh, Padres on... I think I'm going to stick money line. I don't know if I'm super confident enough to go run line, but I wouldn't be shocked. So I'll, I'll go money line Padres on that one. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a blast. We also talked about the Brewers and Giants. You got any thoughts on that? I'm staying away. I mentioned my, my no. first five inning prop, but outside of that, I'm not feeling good about the Giants. And I'm not feeling super good about the Brewers on the road tonight. So I'm kind of staying away from this one as well. Yeah, I might I might be talked into leaning the Giants just a little bit as Milwaukee's like shuffled their lineup a couple of times and nothing's really come of it. So I might go Giants, but I've got an <laughs> I got enough plays with everything else we talked about that if I haven't made that move yet, I'm probably not gonna. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, guys, this has been an amazing BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Rob Brown, thank you so much for joining me today. And most importantly, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And of course, the Odyssey app. And most importantly, on top of the most importantly thing, join us tomorrow on Bet for the Cycle Saturday live on the BetQL network. Both Rob and I are going to have an absolute blast, take you through live lines, live listen-ins, and everything so much more. And might be a Macho Man Randy Savage sighting tomorrow. Who knows? I don't know. I currently don't have a car and can't go anywhere. So I might be making my Macho Man Randy Savage stuff out of just stuff I have. Happens. What are you going to do? Guys, Rob Brown, thanks for joining me. Make sure you follow Rob on Twitter. Rob, where can they find you? At the Rob Brown Show, if you want to follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. And of course, if you'd like to check out my show where we do all the sports and sometimes a lot of not the sports, you can go to thefanupstate.com, thefanupstate.com. All of my shows are podcasted there. Feel free to come by and make fun of me. Love it. Love it. You can follow me at Decker6 and Antihero Baseball on Instagram. Guys, that is it for the show. We will see you next week. Beat it. Later.